You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host, Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one Two, of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. All right, folks, you are in tune to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. This is your co-host, Todd Heath, with your host of all hosts, Mr. Adam J. Thorne, coming at you <laughs> live and direct. That's too much information, bro. We're not giving out middle names. Okay? Oh, excuse me for throwing a J Damn for it. fucking Jerry. Jerry. Today. Got your DJ voice on again this week. Thank Every you. time you intro us, you're like DJ... It's yeah. like wedding DJ Todd Heath. Clearly DJ 86 from the fucking stage. DJ 86 coming at you. I love it. We've got Gad Sad. God Sad. Tough to say. Yeah. The man. Can't wait to read that new book, that happiness book. Uh, we've got Paul. Yeah, interesting guy. Oh, he's the best. Paul Rosalie, which I had never never heard of the guy. Love him. He's He was oh, my favorite. Dude, have you checked out his Instagram? Dude, yes, I did. and I Unreal. Saw, yeah. What a legend. So good. And then if we have time for Mr. Gaffigan, Jim Gaffigan, legend as well. Great week. What would oh, you yeah. think, Adam? Great week. Dude, it was a good week. It was a nice mixture of, like, philosophy, you know, adventure, and then and then kind of just a legend of comedy. What I like about Jim as a comedian that comes on is he doesn't come on that often, and he, he has a... He just is a different type of comedian, a different style, and and he's he's just always fun. Man. He's a midwesterner he's, he's for a, sure. Yeah, right. Gotta love those it's full mid- of potatoes. Gotta love those corn. midwesterners. They're just so they're just down, down home, good hearted motherfuckers. <laughs> I think we should start with Paul because I had the most notes about him. I you know I I feel like I had a similar upbringing. I mean, cr- granted. Take away me going to fucking Amazon, but I remember being little, and I had this teacher in third grade who was all about the rainforest, and we learned, I feel like she was just, you know, a crazy old hippie lady that was my third grade teacher. Like, she had squirrels as pets, you know? She's one of those weirdos. <laughs> but but I loved her to death, and she made such an impression on me. She was one of those teachers that just made this crazy impression, and I remember thinking, God, we got to save the rainforest, and I'm like, you know, seven years old thinking this. Sounds like right. Paul had a very similar thing, but then he, you know, he he moved forward with it and is, I mean, doing so much for the Amazon. I mean, God bless the guy. Yeah, it was really cool to hear that. Um, you know, he he obviously had a popular Instagram and other connections, but it was kind of like when Rogan reposted that video of him in the Amazon with the fire mm-hmm. that it really blew up. And what I thought was interesting about him saying that is I was like, Oh, you think that you're, you blew up then you've you you're on Rogan now, dude, you're about to fucking yeah. fly out the, the, you know, off the planet with, with rocket ship, bro. Help. Rocket ship. Yeah. I mean, how, how could you not hear that and be inspired to like do something down there? You know, when they're just gold mining and, like, ripping up land just to plant frickin' yams. Dude. Makes me not want to eat yams. I'm anti-yam. I, mean, I, think it's, I think it's mostly for beef, but... Oh, pretty, it is? Pretty, yeah. Sorry. Definitely... I, he said something about yams. Okay. Well, that's not true. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, junglekeepers.com, checked it out. I mean, some of those, he had so many cool stories, but the snake stories are just insane. Oh These my fucking God. 
anacondas, 18 feet, feet long. So this guy, okay, just to give you guys a, if you haven't heard the episode yet, this dude's from Brooklyn. At 17 years old, he he somehow gets to go hang out with some rando. Who did, how did he meet this guy? He said he went to hang out with the macaws with some weirdo in the jungle. Yeah, basically. Um, ended up doing this and really just making an impression on this older gentleman that took him to the Amazon. I can't remember who that was. He talked about it right at the beginning. Um, and then, you know, he just fell in love with, with this place. He, you know, he mentioned it numerous times about how he just had this feeling when he was little that he had to save the rainforest, right? He was like put on this earth to do that. And how, how fucking cool is that when you hear somebody who just, kn- who just knows exactly what they're here for? I, I just love hearing those stories. Dude, you know, imagine how much... Like not saying his life is easy. He's doing crazy things, no, super fuck dangerous, no, it's super not. difficult. But o- like almost how much easier is it if you just get this like intense desire to do something and you know from a young age, like this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Right? You're like in your twenties and you just have this direction and purpose. Yeah. I mean I every mean, time I wish everyone had that. Every I wish time I had fucking had that. Every time know? I go to Pornhub, dude, and they're not there. <laughs> Yeah, you're like I've lost my direction. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> gold miners are gonna kill you. I mean, he's talking about the jungle lawyers, the 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 jungle keepers, which is his brand, his company, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. The lawyer of jungle keepers. The dad was whacked. The dad got fucking killed. Jesus. The lawyer's dad. Yeah. I mean, this guy was down there. <sighs> I this Dude, I think this a, was early two thousands, early two thousands. Um, you know, he says he ran for three days, just ran in the jungle for three days away from that tribe that he thought was, or away from the the gold miners when he, when he found out um, that he was there. Yeah, I remember hearing that? He said he spent a week by himself, camped on a beach. He, he said the world completely melted away. The animals are unfamiliar with humans, and they're not even scared of you because they've never even seen a fucking human being. Yeah. Giant anacondas. I mean, how about he, he talked about walking on the water because you're on the tops of trees, right? The, well, the, it, was like, it was like floating grassland kind of. Yeah, but right? also trees, like also on like the tops of trees that had been flooded. And he's just walking on top of this water, and there's fucking 17-foot anacondas slithering by. And then he, for some reason, tackles a motherfucker? Then he tackles the anaconda? Who is this guy? Yeah. I he, don't recommend any of that. Who's this guy from Brooklyn? He's like a Brooklyn Tarzan. <laughs> Jumping on snakes in the middle of the night. You know how fucking batshit scared I'd be? Dude. I'd be like, Adam, get over here. I need your vape pen right now. Oh, yeah. Forget about it. I can't. I can't do Where's it. the ayahuasca? You think I complain about bugs and bringing <laughs> us when we're camping in oh Montana? Guys, imagine how pissed off I would don't, be. In don't that. camp with Adam or do because it's fun to make fun of him. This guy was in a it's tent for rocky, one night. Yeah. Dusty, grimy. My God. You'd think that England didn't have dirt on the fucking ground. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am. I would be scared of staying in the Amazon, yes, but we're talking about like sleeping on the side of a river on a beach. Like you might get bit by a spider and some mosquitoes. That's about it. Yeah. This guy's talking about getting fucked up by caterpillars with venom and Barbie caterpillars with barbs on the bottom that will numb his hand for like a week. Oh yeah, that sounded awful. 
Yeah. Uh, so many crazy. Cra- I mean, the fact that it was the middle of the night, super dark. He wraps his arms around an anaconda and he can't he can't touch yeah. his fingers together. Dude, that's a heifer. That's a heifer of a. I wonder if he's exaggerating. Like, not saying he's I don't exaggerating. Think he is. I believe I... him to. Well, look, I believe that he's telling the truth. Yeah. But you know when it's dark and maybe the angle was weird. Yeah. And, you know, he's, like, trying to grasp his hands together, but there might be a bit of a gap. That just seems like, I mean, that's a giant, like, a huge tree trunk of a snake. Yeah. That no one has ever found before. That one is, is like, I want to believe hmm. it because it sounds real Jurassic Parky. You ever but have, it's like, almost, a... go ahead. It's almost a lot. It just no, reminds just me. It reminds to... me of being little. You have like everyone has like the big ant. You know, you go give her a hug and you can't wrap your arms around it. You imagine that with a snake. Uh huh. Crazy, dude. Yeah. Um, imagine how easily something that big could eat you. I don't know. I. I, I mean, a tree trunk wrapping you up like you're you're so dead so fast. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 to think about the amount of diversity in that place. I mean, there are probably millions of insects that we haven't even documented in there, and we're just cutting it down to fucking eat cattle. I mean, it's just so sad. It really yeah. is so unfortunate. Hopefully, people will wake up. I mean, I it's it sure seems to me like that is one of the last spots on the planet that is untouched and we're just going to go bulldoze it down there's got to be something we can do about this yeah because once it's gone it turns into a desolate fucking desert i mean nothing grows it just i think the treehouse thing is really smart that is cool you know it's kind of a shame that you got to turn everything into a tourist spot before anyone wants to take care of it but there's also a reality to you know good funding and if they could build, you know, a couple of hundred dope ass community, I'd want to go um, tree houses, and yeah. then you know, rich people can go and enjoy it, and then <clears throat> they start donating in mass. Maybe they start buying the land. I don't know how it works. If you can buy land out there, I mean, maybe. But you know, it's it's just all about getting focus on it, and and like you said, there's so much undiscovered because he was Paul was talking about how all most of the life. Is up in the canopy, mm-hmm. and you can't get up there to like check all that out, right? When he's like, he's no waking up in the morning, and there's just thousands of fucking monkeys jumping around from tree to tree. Yeah, imagine how fucking cool that would be to go check that out. Amazing. Yeah, and I guess the positive thought in all of this is, you know, he mentioned that humpbacks were down to what 120,000, and now they're back up to 5,000. Or sorry. Uh, no, the other me. way around. Excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, we're, yeah, other way around. So now they're up to 120k. They were down to 5,000, 5, and now they're up to 120k again after we put regulations on hunting for whales and that sort of thing. So, you know, the, the well, interesting story. When I was a kid, so my dad is is big hippie, pacifist guy, and love he that. was very connected to Greenpeace. Mm-hmm. It's an organization that would like. Primarily, they were environmental, but they were primarily like save the whales. And as a kid, you know, because I was really young, you know, so I just did whatever my dad was into because you kind of do that when you're like before you're 10. If your dad's like, this is important, you just like get into stuff. And we used to every year I would raise money for Greenpeace. So we do like 
long walk. So I did like a sponsored swim. Did all, and I did it every year, always mm. to like save the whales. Right, big thing. So it's really cool that you know the people that did that. It paid off, and now we have more of these animals. It's amazing. And what was that thing? The um, Sea Shepherd. They had that show. Do you ever watch that? Mm-mm. I don't remember that. No. It was like an anti-whaling show on mm. like Nat Geo, and he just had this boat called the Sea Shepherd. Okay. And he would literally just crash into the Japanese research vessels that were always uh, hmm. trying to kill the whales. Well, I'm it just, was a good show. It was cool. I'm just stoked your dad didn't have a gambling problem, and you know that the money went towards Greenpeace. Good job, Dad. He didn't. That's yeah, beautiful. drinking problem potentially, <laughs> but well, so do you and hey, I. It's nobody's great. perfect. Me too. Nobody's perfect. Uh, Wait, did you ever watch the movie The Medicine Man with Sean Connery? No, but I definitely want to. Yeah, he's I like fucking in love the, Sean. Dude, it's such a good he's, movie. We got a picture of him in the office. Oh yeah, legend. Got to have that. And anyway, the it, like part of the movie is he he like lives in the Amazon okay. and he like finds the cure for cancer or something. But he <laughs> he can't remember how he figured it out. And it's basically just using, you know, this stuff in the jungle and he just is like spends the whole movie trying to like recreate hmm. his experiment yeah use and he just like knows the jungle cares for it like all this anyway well, it had something to do with ants i can't remember well, dude think about um, with ayahuasca they had to find the plant the vine and then they had to figure out the bark that you eat to actually get to the to the you know so that your stomach acid wouldn't you know get rid of the potential medicine that was in the vine right it like breaks up the compounds when you eat both of them together so that it like goes into your bloodstream how do you yeah. figure that fucking shit out? It's crazy. Well, I don't know. They, they, you know, the weird thing about it is, I think the two, like, I think they're like roots or tree bark or something. The two parts the of bark, it were yeah. like many miles apart. Right. So that's what made it so weird that they figured that out. But, so cool. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of compounds down there that you don't find anywhere else on the planet, and they probably have really useful mm. medicinal and psychotropic applications. Well. Paul was saying he had that weird thing on his on his uh, elbow, right? It was this crazy thing. I don't know if he got bit by something or what it was. Was that the caterpillar that he got bit by, or he got something oh, happened with his elbow? No, he had. Didn't he have like a big cut? He said, and they rubbed some some shit on it. And well, it, and he, it like healed up fast. Right. So what he said is that that guy that goes in the jungle with him, JJ. He mentions JJ all the time. It's like his homie that goes in the jungle with him. He's a native guy, right? indigenous guy yep. or know you know knows the language can go down there with him you know has lived in the amazon his whole life so that's kind of his guide he said he went back to the states and all these western fucking doctors he had this crazy cut or something like on his elbow that he got in the amazon and got infected or something and it got it was this really weird like mushy infection that oh, no like one pussy. no one could get rid of and then he goes down back down to the amazon and jj goes oh i just put this stuff on there and he rubs some shit from like a tree branch puts it on there next thing you know gone Amazing. it's like the 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 amount of knowledge that these indigenous tribes have down there is is unfathomable it's it's just been passed down from generation to generation it's like every single one of these people are is a doctor in their own right they know exactly where to go, what to do, what to use, and we've got none of that, really. I mean, well, of you, course we have some you of You have it, but... to know that stuff back then. I mean, but saying that, Todd, honestly, like 100 years ago, 
everyone's grandma knew how to cure a cold, That's dope. how to deal with a flu, yeah. you know. Yeah. They, they used to do this thing in England where they would, like, add, like, opium. honey and onions together. Mm, and opium. They, like, pour, pour honey in a, a thing of onions <laughs> in a jar, and you leave it, like, a day or so, and it makes, like, a liquid. For what? Like for like for a cold? Water. Yeah, for a cold, sore mm. throat, anything, and you just spoon it into your mouth. All right. And people swore by I'm it. I'm into that. But nowadays, we don't know anything. We go down to CVS, dude, and we get some bullshit. <laughs> Swallow it. Lame. Well, chicken noodle soup works pretty good. Homemade. You know, throw a lot of garlic in there, yeah. some honey. That's, that's kind of like the last of our knowledge, is like everyone at least knows that one. I'm pretty sure anytime I get a BJ, I feel so much better. <laughs> that's not really like <laughs> That helps medicine. the cold. No, it helps the cold. It's absolutely uh, medicine for my mind. Okay. All um, right. Yeah, reasonable. No? I mean, it definitely lifts your mood. Yeah, of course. Makes you feel better. I think women call it vitamin D. Anyway, ridiculous. you are ridiculous. So, Rosalie, you got anything else before we move on? Dot org. Uh, where where are we on time with this? Uh, we are at a solid seventeen minutes. I still have a lot of notes on Rosalie. If we want to keep we, going, let's keep going. He was interesting, man. I liked it a lot. Oh, I, yeah, I thought it was interesting shit. that using like so you can get lost in the jungle Ooh, quickly right. is what he was saying, mm. which is like super scary. And you also really can't light fires because everything's wet. So oh, that right. sucks. Can't find any dry but, wood. But then he was like, you don't use a compass. Joe said, you don't use a compass. Because I was thinking, yeah, you <laughs> use a compass. Well, I guess there's like high iron content in the tree bark mm. in a lot of places. And it like actually messes with the compasses. Messes with the mercury. I'd like to know how true that is. That, is that a mercury thing? Messes with the mercury in the compass? Like old school? No, no, no. A compass is just a magnet. There's no really. mercury in there? Oh, no, that's a no, thermometer, that's a th you dumbass. That's an old thermometer. God, I'm dumb. That is true. But that's it's fun to put mercury in your hand. Show. It's really fun to put mercury in your hand, though. You ever done that? It just rolls around like a little freaking amoeba. Yeah, it's very poisonous, though. You yeah, shouldn't do that. That looks cool. My stepdad gave it to me. He's probably trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so you can't use... You you really can't like you can't look at the stars to orient yourself because it's too dark and the mm. canopy covers. Yeah, it. there's too many trees. You, yeah, you can't use a compass. Right. And you just get disoriented all the time. Right. I mean, it just sounds terrifying. Oh, how like, about what? No, that that dude, that is completely terrifying. But what to me, what was even more terrifying is you shouldn't be scared really of the anacondas or the jaguars, but you should be scared when a tree falls, you better get the fuck out of Dodge. You better run like your life depended on it because when a tree falls, it takes away what, like an acre of land when it falls. Dude, they're ginormous. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it I takes mean, down a whole acre block of, of trees and forests and monkeys and, you know, snakes and whatever else is in there but man what a paradise i would love i would absolutely love to go down there that'd be so cool. you're all right go i would love i'm not to. going you tell me about it well i know you're not going you're scared to camp on a beach i can't i can't get it dude it sounds like it would be fun but i bet it wouldn't be i bet it would be super i would love it just give, put give me give me on some ayahuasca i'm in let's go all right all right. What Let's about go. that Guns N' Roses story at the end? Oh, Joe yeah. Joe ran into them in Greece. Oh, How yeah. How fucking dope is that shit? Yeah, I saw I saw that uh, tweet, or not the tweet, the uh, post he had last week on Instagram with sitting with Axe Rolls. Looks nothing like him, but he was backstage in Greece 
Come on. Oh, he talked about that book again. I have got to read The Immortality Key, just to throw that out there again. They always talk about good books. That is the book uh-huh. I really want to read about, you know, them finding, the historians finding ergot in these old porcelain cups from way back, from, like, yep. philosopher days. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, what's crazy is after that guy came on Rogan, mm. and he came on a few times, I think, that Harvard is actually opened an area of oh, study yeah. for this in history class. I remember that. Yeah, they made a class about it now. The uh, Immortality Key, book about the wine vessels having ergot, basically ergot, you know, was found in these old-ass cups. Yeah. Porcelain cups. What was that guy's name? I, Joe says it all the time. I, I don't, don't have his that. name. I just know the book. The name of the book is The Immortality Key. And basically okay. they're having these secret, you know, it's like secret society where they're all taking drugs. I mean, think about it. We have this... Oh, Brian Murarescu. Okay. Thank you, young yeah. Jamie. Thank you. Google it. We have... It's not like it's a new thing for humans to want to get fucked up. I mean, let's be honest here. Everybody wants to to change their reality, change their perception. It feels good. It's just like I look at my three-year-old and he's spinning around in circles to get dizzy. Why? Because it, it fucks him up. He loves it. Well, yeah. that's well, not that's just why my addicts. kids love sugar. Get all pumped. Yeah, that's a whole other story. The sugar thing is probably way worse than some ergot here and there. You know, expand your mind, <laughs> yeah, folks. Guaranteed. Yeah. I'd say. Mm-hmm. I don't think ergot's going to give you diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for all the kids out there with diabetes. That yeah, is horrible. That. Um, well, yeah, well, that's about it. We could jump over to... Okay. Uh, let's all jump right. over to good old Gad. Gad Sad. What? What a ledge. I mean, just seems like the nicest guy in the whole planet. What? I mean, just yeah. you just want to give him a hug. Smart guy. I, really smart I, guy. I, I really appreciated this whole obsessing. Stop. People, stop obsessing over issues you have no control over. Please, for the love of God. Rob Reiner. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of them out there. They, they mentioned Rob Reiner a few times. Stop obsessing over stuff you can't change. It's turning you into a complete asshole. Everybody, whether it's your crazy uncle on the right, you know, listening to Alex Jones, or whether it's your crazy aunt on the left who, you know, I don't know, thinks that uh, having no authority in a in a town like Portland is a good idea. I don't know. There's There's got to be a middle ground here, people. We're all under the same banner of the United States, and we're all getting effed in the A, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's come together. We say it a lot here, Adam. What do you think about that? Well, we got to come together. Got to come together, We got to at least a bit. Like, look, we can have debates. They're fun. They're good. Well, speaking People of debates. People should disagree. I love it. But, you know, I talked to my... Don't get carried away. I talked to my brother about this, about Peter Hotez, right? My brother is still under the banner of vaccines are amazing. I, I'm, I question them still. I did get vaccinated, but I, I question the reality of whether or not they really did that good of a thing, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying what what is right or wrong. I'm saying there's a lot of questions there. And why can't Peter Hotez debate him? And I asked my brother this. I said, dude, what what would be the problem? If the guy's got all these answers, why can't he debate Joe? Well, that's just ridiculous. He He's a scientist and he knows what he's talking about. Okay, then debate him. What what We used to debate people in the 70s. We had people on the right, people on the left. We debate. 
that's what you do when you have a situation where people need to find out answers. Isn't that not well, the point of debating? That that pushback is it's that, bullshit. Um, RFK is a lawyer, so he's going to be able to speak quicker and better. And they worry that Rogan already is leaning that way, so he has a potential bias. Here's my question to that: For one, there's like oh, well over a million dollars that is going to go to some charity, whatever charity. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. I thought it was up to two mil. It, I think it might be. Yeah. If everyone pays, it might be. Right. So here's the thing about that. It's like, okay, so you think that by taking the stand of not doing this because you don't want to look bad and you don't want to misrepresent your point that you feel is so important to kind of, you know, portray about mm. the whole pandemic COVID vaccine thing, yeah. that you're willing to not have these people donate. Well, then why not offer if you can't stand the debate? And so many people agree with you. Why can't you just offer to have someone else who maybe is more confident at debating go up against RFK? It doesn't have to be Hotez. It's not like he's the smartest yeah, guy when it somebody. comes to this, right. especially if he's afraid to do it. It's... Have someone else do it then. Nominate someone else. I... Who, rep who has as much knowledge as Hotez but can speak better? And yeah. think quicker. Yep, exactly. Get Fine. on there, then. Fine. It's got to be someone. Give me a lawyer on the other side, okay, that can speak lawyer talk and also is yeah. a scientist. Come on, folks. I just think that, I think that, you know, there so many people are on this, like, one side, and they, they're all in their echo chamber of, like, agreeing with each other. Well, we all know that that was the right thing to do. Yet when it comes to the scrutiny of examination and pushback, and questioning, mm -hmm. even they know that the argument is starting to break down. Well, they know it, and they they're not going to be able to hold up their end of it, and they can't admit that maybe they were not all correct about this. I'm not saying whether uh, one side is right or wrong, but if you think you're right, I why am. would you not debate? If you think you're right, why would you not debate? And if and I have exactly. seen this guy Peter in his little freaking bow tie. He's got, nice. he, he says, he says, I saw that, and again, this could have been, this could have been, you know, taken out of context. I'm sure it was. It was probably taken out of context, but I remember seeing a clip of him earlier saying that there's no way kids should take the vax. And then now all of a sudden he's saying that kids should take the vax. I'm sorry. Kids shouldn't take the, the vaccination. No way. I, I am in no way going to give my kid that vaccination. Why? Because that's what immune systems are for. Okay. That That's all I got to say about that. We don't have to get into it anymore. Um, what else did we have? We had the, oh, Mbappe taking the Saudi deal. If we get into a little football action here, Mr. England. Oh, he's not, he's not taking it. He's either. not taking it. No. How about the Tucker Carlson? But that is a crazy amount of money. Oh, dude. How about Tucker Carlson bringing, uh, Bringing uh, Godzad into his into his house, being real nice to his kids. That that was good to hear. It was good to see. See, that's a that's a nice, um, I guess, way of see of showing that someone like Godzad, who is not a super Republican, and then Tucker getting along. Right? We can all get along here, guys. We're all we're all just humans on the same earth. Doesn't matter your political leanings. Yeah, I'm curious about Tucker because. 
now with his new podcast and the freedom that he has, I'm really interested to see where he goes with that. He seems like more of know? an independent, does he not? He seems like he's leaning towards independent. Maybe I'm he wrong. He kind of leans towards, I wouldn't say conspiracy things, but he, he's been leaning towards kind of like the unspoken things in journalism. I still Stuff think... that the mainstream journalists can't talk about. Yeah. You know, I because still it think goes against douche. advertisers, it goes against government things. You I know? think he's and I a like, douche. I like that style. I think we need more of that. I need I think we need people that that are willing to kind of question some stuff. I mean shit, he Absolutely. was on Fox News accusing the CIA of killing JFK. Yeah, I would that say that is a ballsy move. I would say I never liked Tucker until he said that and then I heard that he was a dead fan and I said, "Okay, maybe I'll give this guy another chance. I got an open mind. Let's go." Yeah. Let's keep talking. I'm just glad he stopped wearing bow ties because he was wearing bow ties for a long time. Uh, and I'm telling that. you, just like Hotez, I can't take anyone I seriously. can't do the bow ties. It's like put on a little spinny wheel hat. Don't do it. Exactly. I, it just reminds me of clowns. Well, we're clowns. Yeah, so, but we don't wear bow ties. How We'd about, be way worse if we did. So is wrestling the hardest, most physically intense sport? Remember, it they depends. Were... I, look, it is. Very much so. Your endurance yeah. has to be massively high. You have to be super strong. Those guys are riddled with injuries, like them super athletes. Mm -hmm. But I think what Gad was saying is, I think, well, he said physically fit, but I think he was meant to say the highest maybe endurance. I don't really know how you would define it. Mm -hmm. what, is, what is the most physically fit? Is it a combination of strength and endurance? Yeah. Or is it just endurance? Because then no, that would be like marathon it's runners. It's both. Or... Because, yeah, no, because marathon runners would get their asses kicked real fast. They're so skinny, you know, and bikers. Yeah, you like those, you know, guys in the freaking. Uh, they were saying that France. Cam Haynes, Cam Haynes runs like 200 miles in a row. So he mm, can do true. 10 marathons in a row. And that guy is strong. Okay. So that is me. You, you, okay. Well, so you look at someone like Cameron or. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm blanking the guy's name. The book that we read, the black dude, Goggins. Goggins, thank you, David. Uh, you know, David Goggins clearly would outrun anyone. I don't care what how many marathons you've run, but you put him on a freaking bike and put him in the Tour de France. He's not going to beat, you know, Tadeo. No, but it doesn't mean that you pick one guy and he can beat win every sport. That would be impossible, right? So yeah, look, there's all sorts of different. Ups and downs with that. But, yes, I would say physically strenuous, probably wrestling. I could see that. Dude, it's got to be up there. Physically That's strenuous. That's a grueling sport. And grueling. then running. You know, I don't even think running was on the list. I don't even know if they mentioned running. I think well, tennis was up there. On soccer. There. They said anyway. squash. I don't even know what that is. Squash is like racquetball with a smaller ball. It's, it's intense. Oh. I've played it. How about that Stewart? I remember when John Stewart kept saying... <laughs> The Wuhan lab. Sorry to get sorry to get back into COVID, but that shit oh, was no, so let's do it. fucking funny. And Colbert, dude, just, that bit was hilarious. I remember On that Colbert, bit. I remember that so bit. Good. And John and, Stewart is brilliant. I love that guy. I'd vote for him. You know, run for president. Know, I, John. I love I love that he picks points now that are like that are just. I mean, in a sense, picking the lab leak mm -hmm. is like not even a, a very liberal. 
narrative. Not at all. I mean, he's he's just starting to kind of really pick things that it's like, no, this is common sense. This seems very common sense, and we should talk about it. Oh, I love so funny! It was so funny. He's just going, "Oh, do you think that it came from some kind of monkey's elbow that mated with a baby?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. no, the fucking name of the Wuhan lab leak. It was in the same exact spot, and now we know that's where it came from. It's obvious. It's almost. It's almost like they they sent in the worst detective in the world, and he's like, "I think it came from the market." Yeah, and everyone's like pointing at the lab, and he's like, "Nah." Yeah, I mean that that's just a coincidence. Oh, 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 the market that everyone who worked at the lab went to for lunch. Yeah, it probably did start there. <laughs> yeah, it was like a yeah. fucking block away from the lab. Crazy, Inspector Gadget. Yeah, I, I think it was like actually a few miles, but whatever, dude. Still in the same fucking area. Don't fuck up my narrative, okay? <laughs> dude, you you're we're spreading the, misinformation, yeah, and we're well, gonna get flagged. Hey guys, this isn't the news. It's called a podcast, okay? That we don't get our news from Ben Shapiro either, okay? Don't do it. Right. Uh, well, everything in can. moderation. He's definitely much smarter than we are. Well, that's true, but he's still not a reporting the news. Uh, Tucker Tucker Carlson, so I'm going to give him a chance again. Um, why in the hell are we not talking about this happiness thing? I, let, let's get into the book for a second because the book sounds amazing. Uh, he said, you know, he, he brought up his cousin. Godsad brought up his cousin. His cousin was so mad at him for going to talk to C Tucker Carlson that he didn't fucking talk to him again. This is a cousin that fought a war with him. And these that are the was things. wild, dude. And these are the things that that are that are breaking families. I mean, think about when you know the vax versus the non-vax people. This happened in my own family. People not going to 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 Thanksgiving dinner that year, and people getting pissed off, and everyone hating each other because of oh, dude, you're killing I've got people. Two good friends in New Mexico that I've known forever that may or may not have gone to Austin with us recently, mm. and. I love them to, to death. Them so to much. Death. Great guys. Yeah. I talk to them so much less since the arguments that we've had during the pandemic mm. and COVID stuff. Really? Like still? They're, they're still? Dude, they're so on board. Bro, still. Well, I think they're just struggling with the fact that now it's like pretty clear that they, you know. I thought we squashed that it. after all those mushrooms we ate in Austin. That, well, they, I don't know. I don't hear from them that much, and I always used it. Maybe you should and have I taken that opportunity on the shrooms instead of going to bed like a little biatch. Because oh, you because you ate no. too many mushrooms that night, and buildings were stacking on top of each other. Yeah, that was that was a hell of a ride. I had so I much fun that to... night. I yeah. melted into well, the ground for like five hours. It was wonderful. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it, it, not <clears throat> saying that we're still not close. We are, but it's like I know it's like no, people I get it. people get so exhausted. Yeah, even trying to continue their own narratives that they have basically been trained to believe mm -hmm. that they they just like half like they have to go back to their echo chambers. I know because they they can't continue to wage that war that they want to believe i get it i, I, I told my is. brother to listen to rfk i said look i'm not in i'm not saying that this guy is going to be our next president and you should vote for him i'm not saying that i said i like the guy and i like what he had to say and i feel like there's a lot of truth in what he had to say and he just went fucking off on me like like rfk was some sort of fucking moron and i said dude 
shut the fuck up and just listen and then talk to me. And he goes, all right, I'll give it another chance. Because at first he'd only listened to the first 20 minutes and then wanted to go off, like you said, on an echo chamber, tell me who RFK was. I'm like, bro, I, I don't need bro, to hear who, who does he want then? He wants Biden? No, to he thinks Biden's an idiot too. He was just saying that there, that that there's a lot of conspiracy behind what RFK is saying. And it's like, yeah, well, that's how the fucking people want. That's what they want us to think, that this guy's a bozo. He's not. He's, he's been a lawyer his whole life. He's not a bozo. No, no, and that's all I was saying. Not. I'm like, this guy's smart. Just hear him out. You have an open mind. And guess what? Two days later, he calls me. He goes, you know what? I listened to it, and you were right. The, the guy's got a lot of good points. He goes, I didn't believe a lot of the shit he was saying, but a lot of the stuff, you know, I did. And thank you for talking me into listening to the whole thing. Because I was like, dude, just stop fucking yelling at me. I, I literally am just trying to tell you to listen to a podcast, and I had to hear a 30-minute diatribe about how I was wrong. <laughs> You know? Well, I think it's great. That's a great example, right? Of right. Like, if you are going to choose to hate someone, learn about them. Right. Listen right. to a lot of their material. Don't exactly. just say, no, that's bullshit. Right, right. Listen to a lot of it. Thank and you. And see why you hate them. Don't just hate someone. It doesn't make any sense. Exactly. I do not dislike anyone that I haven't heard a lot of. Right. Like the ladies on the View, I've seen that show a lot, and I can't stand yeah, them. Right, I'm just like, throwing that look, out. There. If you got a friend that that you know had sex with your ex-wife, you can hate that person. <laughs> okay, you're allowed to hate that person for life. But some guy like RFK that you don't know much about, other than what you've heard on MSNBC or even Fox, I don't think they like him either. Nobody likes him really in the news. Just hear him out. The guy hasn't had a platform to talk on. We don't even know what he's yeah. about because he's been so shunned. But I think more importantly here, shout out to your brother for yeah. like taking Scotty. the time to do it and then and then having like the maturity he did. to change direction when he hears something that it's like, oh, that actually fits with what I believe. Yeah, I'm willing you. to like give this person a chance. I'll read you the text. Not many people will do that, dude. No, not many. Not many. I will. I man. will. I'll read you the text because I was surprised. I, uh, yeah, I was surprised about it when he finally fessed up. Um, anyway, I'm not going to be able to find it right now. Should we go, should we go into right, Gaffy? Let's jump go into over Gaffy? to Gaff. Let's finish up there. We got what, like six minutes left? How much we got? We are at 38 minutes, my friend. Okay, so seven minutes of Gaff. All right, good guy. Oh, wait, He's hold got on. a new. Hold on, hold All right, on. Come two on. seconds. All right, two it. seconds. Read he it. gave. Read he it. gave. He he sent this back. He said because again, he literally just for a half hour went on and on and on about how RFK is an idiot, and I just like sitting there like, dude, I just was trying to tell you to listen to a podcast. Like settle, settle <laughs> down, dude. <laughs> settle I'm not down. trying to get into a debate right now. He said we'll have a conversation about this later, but I wanted. You to know, I gave RFK another chance and do agree with a lot of the stuff he says, and I got cleared up on his actual actual vaccine stance. He just loses me when he says some of his wackier theories. It's like Bernie, but with a side of QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, shout out to that's, my well, that's funny. Shout out to my big bro. Gotta love that. All Good right, let's guys. get into Gaffy. Like Gaff well, again. Fair play. Fair play. He needs to eat some meat, but otherwise, the guy's great. <laughs> Elk is Apple good burger. for you, son. 
have a chicken. All right. So uh, Gaffigan's got he's on his tenth special. Love it. That's super fucking impressive. I would say all of Gaffigan's specials are fantastic. Yeah, they're good. all definitely worth watching. Midwestern dry humor. Love it. Yeah. I did, one thing I do miss, and I haven't seen the new one, but like I think on his last special, maybe the last two, he used to do this thing way back in the day where he'd like whisper. Mm. And he would pretend that he was doing the voice of the audience. And they'd be like, why did he say that? <laughs> and he would just like repeat. And so I always good. found that that was so uniquely him and so perfect. Right. That when, as he's done less of it, maybe he just got bored of it because he thought it was too gimmicky. Maybe he but started like, taking. Bring that back, please. Maybe he started it's taking so pills. Fucking good. Maybe, maybe he started taking Western medicine for his problems. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? <laughs> like well, he might ego. start taking testosterone after this pod. Yeah, well, sugars, so Joe sugars are talked horrible, about taking horrible. testosterone. Mm-hmm. You know, he often comes on and talks about fitness with Joe, which I like. You know, well, I don't he think he's know. like made any changes, but he likes to. Mm-hmm. He wants he to know how. To ask the he wants to know how Bert is still the machine. How Bert can be Bert still to this day. It's called testosterone. Dude, you don't. You don't get the name the machine. Unless you can redline your whole life, and mm. that's just no. but unless you can hang out with Russian mafia folks and steal shit. A hundred percent. Oh, I got oh, I got a lot got of into... notes. I got a lot of notes here on Gaffy. What do you got? All right, you just go. You do, do no, no, your no. notes because please do them. Dude, I'm not trying to cut got? you off, bro. What do you got? What do you got, bro? You start. Well, they talked about a lot of fucking eating plastic. In the ocean. <sighs> well, we all know that's going to be a struggle for years to come, right? Uh, I mean, maybe the amount of whales that we have back will just eat it all. We're not eating whales, so they'll just take Can't it all in their stomachs. Can we genetically engineer whales to actually be able to consume plastic and live on it? I'm pretty sure if we just uh, studied fungi a little bit more, we could just throw some of that in the ocean and it'll eat all that shit up. Like, that's what that's okay. what's happening in... In um, they found out that that there is some sort of fungus that will eat plastic. I'm sure it's probably buried now by our government because it doesn't make money. But you would think that, and a, that is a conspiracy theory I just made up. But you would <laughs> we <laughs> you, don't we don't need any more, Todd. No, have you not we heard of enough. this? Have you not heard of the fungus no, no, that I've, eats plastic? I've heard about the fungus. Yeah. Okay, so th- fucking sprinkle some of those spores into the ocean. Let's go. The problem is, <laughs> the problem is, is that. We have uh, an issue with the acidity of the ocean, right? And so, fuck the plastic. Once all of the, you know, we're worried about plastic here, guys. I think we're worried about the wrong thing. It's called the acidification of the ocean is scarier than the fucking, you know, Pacific gyre that's floating around the size of Texas. Yes, that is a big problem. But all the coral reefs are dying right now. It's 120 degrees in Arizona for a month straight. Have that you, have you is a seen serious, any of these? serious problem. Have you seen any of these uh, dying coral reefs? Yeah, dude, absolutely. Have you? Uh, so I okay. I went to Hawaii, and the reefs were in beautiful condition. This is probably ten years ago. Beautiful condition. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Went back to the same spot ten years later. Dead, like almost no dead. shit. Almost dead. Why? Sunscreen, and and heat and heat. Oh, and this is a very you know, I have heard that sunscreen is sunscreen real bad. is horrible. It's all these petrochemicals. Don't wear it. Petrochemicals. Well, you need to wear it, son. You are a white boy. <laughs> okay. I'll wear a hat. Well, good thing it rains a lot in England, but you don't live there anymore. I'll wear a hat and get an umbrella. <laughs> you do wear a nice hat. Thank you, Ari. I don't really wear sunscreen. There's a lot of weird chemicals in that. Well, I don't like you it. don't use fluoride either, which is 
probably a reason why you have zero cavities or all cavities. No, I have no. I That's amazing. Go to the from not using My teeth are strong, dude. I like that. I teeth like that. Strong. It's all those cigs. I think I think I think dentists are a racket. <laughs> I don't trust them. It's not it's not so, a real doctor. Let's get into real quick since we're since you're about to be a dad and I am a dad already. Yeah. Uh, you know we we, we got to cut this off at forty five. So all right, we got question. one minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna start let's talking go. about these teenage kids these days. You know, everyone's talking about, oh, I, had, I didn't have any sleep last night because I had to change a poopy diaper. I've been through that. It sucks balls, but you don't remember that stuff. Like, it goes away quickly because your your kid grows up so fast, you don't even remember the poopy diaper part. You're just like, okay, fuck, now he won't listen to me, right? Now think about when they're teenagers and they're out at a party all night. Do you think you're sleeping? Fuck no, especially if you have a girl. You are not sleeping at night. You are freaking out. I would much rather change a poopy diaper than think about my 13-year-old girl getting railed with, you know, by who knows who at some party. Yeah. Scary well, biz. Well, she can't, she can't stay out at 13. Oh, well, whatever. 19, party 18, my 17, 16. Yeah. Dude, they're going to they're gonna explore eventually. You just got to hope that you taught them i know you know some good morals but i'm and on birth control i get it as a father you represent yourself by you know by buying a gun married or dating responsibly and yeah. not you know taking yeah. advantage of women that's really nice is this 19 fucking 60 geez louise settle down good luck with that that's it's the right thing to do. But then they're on their own, dude. They're on their own. So you just got to take a deep breath. So buy a gun. They, they look, all the, all the animals leave the nest. Okay. Buy a gun. Luck. Buy a gun. Scare all our boyfriends. We'll end on that. Okay? No. Let's go. Terrible. All right. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate you as always. Email us with any questions, suggestions, whatever. And Todd, you're the best. I love you, buddy. Peace out, y'all. Thanks for joining. Later. Later.